0: around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World with the Carries on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. To participate in the program, call us at 800-387-8025. That's 1 800 387 8025. Or check in anytime online at RudyMaxa.com or follow us on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show, Rudy Maxa's World with the Carries.
1: Welcome aboard. You are listening to America's uh, most favorite and most widely syndicated radio travel show. I'm travel journalist Rudy Maxa. My co-hosts Robert and Mary Carey will be with us toward the end of this hour. Well, it appears you may never again, never again have to make conversation with a stranger sitting next to you on a commercial flight. The announcement by Delta that beginning this weekend, October 1st, passengers will be allowed to text for free on U.S. flights will surely spur Delta's competitors to match this perk. So we'll be able to text our way across the nation, keeping all our friends up to date on what we're seeing outside our window while flying at all times, which I know they're going to want to know. And parents, your teenagers will ignore you the entire flight, too. In a moment, I'll preview what's coming up this hour. But first, let let me remind you that you can keep up with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at rmworldtravel. Well, just rmworldtravel. Do drop in. All right, we're going to start this hour with two guests who are going to talk to us about commercial space travel. Now, it's a particularly timely subject this week because the man who brought you Tesla and SpaceX that is today launching satellites into orbit, that would be Elon Musk, said he plans to take a shot at ferrying passengers to Mars by 2024. That's about 10 years before governments think they can make that happen. My first guest at 18 After the Hour says commercial space travel is closer than a lot of us think. Eric Stolmer is president of the Commercial Space Flight Confederation. Keeps a close eye on the competition between... Oh, several companies that are vying to be the first to offer scheduled flights way above the Earth. Then we'll meet Jerry Clausing. She's a former AP reporter who covers luxury travel for Travel Weekly. But we're going to talk to her about a survey piece she wrote for that trade journal on the status of space travel today. Who's in, who's out, who's trying to get up there. And in many parts of this country, the leaves are turning. Trip advisor named Stowe, Vermont, is the very best place in the country to see autumn colors. So I thought it was a good time to check in with one of the show's occasional contributors, my friend journalist Rob Keener, who happens to live in Stowe, Vermont. We'll get a firsthand report. And near the end of this hour, Robert and Mary Carey ask the question: Is there really a travel gene? Well, apparently, there is, and it goes under the name DRD4. Details when they talk with Kate Suckel, author of the book The Art of Risk. You're not going to want to miss that conversation. First, let's take a quick, lose, uh, quick look at a couple of pieces of travel news. The award for the single unluckiest traveler this week goes to Tom Price, the former Health and Human Services Secretary in the Trump administration, who resigned under great pressure Friday for his flagrant use of private jets at taxpayers' expense. Now, I say that with tongue-in-cheek because I think the world's unluckiest travelers are those who are in Puerto Rico and are having trouble getting either in or out of that uh, island, so badly hit by the hurricane. But as far as uh, celebrities go, Tom Price gets it this week. The annual Albuquerque Balloon Festival begins October 7th. We're talking hot air balloons here, not the other kind of balloon. It's a gorgeous sight. You've probably seen videos or photographs of as many as 500 hot air and gas balloons taking to the skies. It's the largest gathering of balloonists in the world. And this is the event's 46th year. Now, if you can't make it to New Mexico for the Balloon Fest... This would be a great weekend to consider visiting a national park. Why this weekend? Well, for one reason, entry is free. Uh, Phil Luptrovitz is a spokesman for both the Lowell National Historical Park and Minuteman National Historical Park. Both are in Massachusetts. Phil, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here.
2: Uh, Thank you for having me.
1: Now, this is a nationwide offer, right? Not just in your two parks.
2: That's correct. Uh, Fee-free day here in uh, the National Park Service will get you free admission to all your national parks across the country.
1: This happens a couple times a year, doesn't it? Yes,
2: it does. Uh, In fact, we have one more fee-free day scheduled coming up, going to be uh, for the Veterans Day weekend, which would be November 11th and 12th. But we have uh, other dates, uh, which usually start at the beginning of the year, Martin Luther King Day, President's Day, um, National Park Week, and also the National Park uh, Service birthday, which is uh, August 25th.
1: Happy birthday. A little late, but uh, um, now this is not for lack of visitors to the country's national parks, is it?
2: No, not at all. These are uh, events which are held, again, a couple times throughout the year, which encourages folks to get out and visit their local national parks.
1: Now, I, 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 I seem to remember in, in previous uh, National Free Park Days that some state parks in some states extend the same courtesy of uh, allowing complimentary entry. Uh, is that Do you think that's the case again this time around?
2: I would think that's probably the case, especially because today is National Public Lands Day, and this is actually the largest single-day volunteer event that takes place on public lands. And public lands, of course, are not just national parks and forests, but they're also state parks, county parks, local city and town parks as well. So I would think that that's probably true.
1: So, if you live somewhere, uh, take a look. Go online, check on your local state parks as well as uh, national parks you might be near, and find out if they're extending the same courtesy that the National Park Service is. Uh, there, I, I know budgets haven't been the budget hasn't been set because it's a topic of big conversation in Washington, but there is a talk of cutting an enormous amount of money from the park service budget and i also know there's an enormous amount of backlog of work to be done in the country's national parks this is not to say that there isn't work being done right now is it
2: no this is true in fact this is why a day like um national public lands day is great because it allows volunteers to come out and help their local park you know, get these projects done, whether there's a big cleaning, uh, whether there's some, you know, restoration work taking place in a a wetland or even uh, working on a historical structure or building.
1: What's going on in your parks in that regard?
2: Well, that's a really great question because, you know, here at Lowell National Historical Park, we are an urban National Historical Park. So we are in the downtown of the city of Lowell, Massachusetts. And you might say, well, what is, you know, there in terms of green space? Well, we actually have um, a couple things. We have the Concord River, which comes right on into the city and connects to the Merrimack River. And we're working with our partners called the uh, Lowell Parks and Conservation Trust. And we're going to be doing a cleanup on the Concord River Greenway today. And then another group uh, called the Lowell Canal Water Cleaners are going to be helping to work on our canals, because we have 5.6 miles of canals, which do collect trash and things that sometimes uh, accumulate in and around the canals.
1: I live right on the Mississippi River. I mean, it's right outside my window here as I broadcast. And uh, that happens at least once a year here in uh, St. Paul, and I presume in Minneapolis, the other twin city. Uh, The amount of Trash that is, I mean, this is, I mean, I look out, I see a very clean river, but the amount of trash that is collected in these things is extraordinary, isn't it?
2: Oh, absolutely. Um, You know, things obviously tend to, you know, we have floats and jets and things that kind of get washed down from different parts because the Merrimack River feeds into our canals, as does part of the uh, Concord River. So, again, something may be originating way up in the White Mountains of New Hampshire and they make their way on down. And, of course, there's other things that just, you know, collect and accumulate along the way.
1: Yeah, we're talking refrigerators and tires and big stuff. You gotta lug.
2: That that happens too, absolutely. Uh, bicycles, things of that nature. And that's where, again, working with uh, some of our partner groups, you know, they're actually getting into the canals and they're physically removing these things.
1: All good. Hey Phil, thank you for joining us.
2: Thank you for having me on.
1: Phil Lupchevitz is spokesman for the Loyal National Historical Park and Minuteman National Historical Park, both in Massachusetts. This is the weekend to go see a national park and maybe a state park near you because There are no fees at national parks and maybe no fees at state ones. Stick around after this break. Learn how close commercial space travel is. You're listening to Rudy Max's World with the Carries. Don't touch that dial. To join Rudy,
0: Robert, and Mary, call 800-387-8025 or follow them on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. We're
3: coming right back. Ama Waterways River Cruises are all about ensuring you enjoy the destinations as well as the journey itself. Immerse in local cultures and sites and enjoy luxury accommodations as you travel from one stunning city to the next. Every Ama Waterways River Cruise includes small group tours and excursions in every port of call, plus all your meals and fine wines and beer with lunch and dinner. You'll get free Wi-Fi and bicycles to explore on your own or join guided bike tours of charming towns. Discover Europe, Asia, and Africa with the best at amawaterways.com or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. You've heard us talking for several years about Dollar Shave Club's razors, but did you know they offer so much more? Everything for your hair, face, skin, and shower delivered right to you. And now you can try it all. Get their first month starter set, which includes travel size shave butter, body cleanser, wipes, and a month of their best razors for just five bucks. After that, replacement cartridges ship for just a a few dollars a month. Get your starter set for $5 exclusively at dollarshaveclub.com slash Rudy, dollarshaveclub.com slash Rudy, or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors.
1: If you toss and turn at night, waking up achy and sore, you may want to get a Casper mattress. Casper's Comfort Foams guarantee you'll sleep cool and provide pressure relief and spinal alignment, keeping you balanced and cushiony comfort. Casper's Support Foam brings it all together with long-lasting durability. Casper ships for free, so you can try it for 100 nights risk-free. Don't love of it, they'll pick it up and refund you everything. Get $50 toward the purchase of your mattress by using code RUDY at Casper.com. Terms and conditions apply. Find a link at rmworldtravel.com.
4: Sooner or later, your car will break down. If it happens after the manufacturer's warranty expires, something like a new engine could cost you over $5,000. That's why we suggest getting extended coverage from carshield.com. They make the process easy. You select your favorite mechanic or get the work done at a dealership, and Carshield does the rest by paying them directly. Call 800-CAR-6100 and mention code Rudy, or carshield.com and use code Rudy to save 10%. For info, go to rmworldtravel.com. Under Sponsors, a deductible may apply.
0: Rudy, Robert, and Mary call anytime at 800 387 8025. Follow the program on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. Now back to America's
1: number one travel radio show. Today's program is being made in part by, made possible in part by American Made with All American Materials MyPillow.com. Guaranteed to be the most comfortable pillow you'll ever own. All right, admit it, we've all tried a lot of pillows over the years at home and in hotels, on planes, while staying at family or friends or wherever, trying to get comfortable so we don't spend the night shifting all around until the perfect corner is found. Well, Robert, Mary, and I are loving these my pillows, and we want everyone in our audience to experience them and fully understand why we enjoy talking about them. They pretty much uh, make you a custom pillow to fit your particular sleep needs. Join us by contacting MyPillow.com and selecting the Radio Listener button on the homepage. Then just enter my name as a promo code, Rudy, R-U-D-Y, for a big special. Now, these pillows can be washed and dried without damaging or destroying them. They come with a full 60-day guarantee to provide the best sleep of your life. Or you can return them for a full refund. The company even offers great travel pillows, too. And right now... Members of our audience get a special two premium MyPillows and two go-anywhere travel pillows for 50% off. That's MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener's special and enter promo code Rudy, R-U-D-Y. Maybe you've got a big birthday or an anniversary coming in your family. Get a MyPillows. These pillows have a 10-year warranty not to go flat and contain a patented interlocking fill that adjusts to your individual's sleep needs. I'm telling you, we've been sleeping on my pillows now for a few years, and they're truly great pillows. Try and risk-free for yourself at MyPillow.com. Enter promo code RUDY. Get two premium pillows plus two go-anywhere pillows. 50% off, you'll find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. So I mentioned at the top of the show that uh, this is a big week for space travel. Um, Elon Musk announced that... Uh, he intended to put people on Mars by 2024, which is about 10 years before NASA sort of thought that might happen. Thought it might be a good time to check in on the status of space travel with a couple guests. My first guest is uh, named Eric Stalmer. He is the president of the Commercial Space Flight Federation. He just flew in from Australia. Nice of you to wake up and talk with us today. Eric, welcome to the show.
5: Hey, Rudy. How are you? Thanks so much for having me.
1: First, tell me what the – I presume Commercial Space Flight Federation is an assemblage of folks who are making spacecraft vehicles?
5: It is about 80 organizations that kind of represent the whole ecosystem of the commercial space market, from the spaceports to the infrastructure companies that are building it, to the launch providers to the payloads, you know, satellite payloads. To individual or companies that are building things on the International Space Station, doing experiments, and beyond that, uh, building habitats and exploring um, asteroids and uh, the asteroids beyond the lower no. orbit.
1: Well, that that's quite a federation. Um, uh, there, there, there was a time when we sort of thought space travel, commercial space travel for you know general travelers like you and me, uh, might be a reality about now or in a year or so. Um, was that a little too optimistic?
5: Um, maybe a little. You know, I think we've had about ten years uh, since the the uh, lunar or the Google X Prize, uh, where I think people thought it may happen. You know, in a year or two years from there. But I think the most important thing about space travel is the safety element of it. Right. And until you know, I think these operators feel it's completely safe to run this. I, I think they're going to take every step, prudent step forward to do that.
1: And what's your estimate now I, 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 uh, for, for reality for, you know, 5 or 10 or 20 people being able to go up uh, above the Earth?
5: I think you're going to see it within the next 18 months, really? possibly sooner. Really? Yeah.
1: And, and who yeah. is going to be the winner in this race to do that?
5: Ooh, it's tough to say, but I, there's, right now there's three companies that are um, all very close. One is Virgin Galactic. Which will be a, a spacecraft that will be bringing about seven people up to uh, the Carmen, the Cayman line, uh, about 100, 100 kilometers or 62 miles up in space. Uh, you also have Worldview uh, Can we Tucson stop right there? Arizona, sp- where
1: I'm sorry, did interrupt you, Eric. Now, so that that's uh, Richard
5: Branson's uh, brand, right? That is, that is. They're they're out in Mojave, uh, in Mojave Airport in California, and then they'll be launching from Spaceport America, New Mexico.
1: Okay, and you okay? Maybe eighteen months away, and and what? And are they take talking about taking a lot of people up, or two people at a time?
5: They have a they have a list so far, a waiting list of eight hundred paid customers that uh, they'll be taking about seven up at a, time.
1: up at a time, seven at a time. All right, I interrupted you from telling me the second entrant. The
5: second is Worldview. Uh, Worldview. I'm sorry, your voice uh, warped right there. It's Worldview. Worldview. What do they do? And they're out of Tucson, Arizona. And theirs is more of a stratospheric um, experience where they take uh, a very, very high tech balloon about 180,000 feet into the air with a, in a kind of a uh, capsule that's more like a gondola, uh, a ski gondola. Uh, and they will go up um, with a pilot, an astronaut pilot, and experience the curvature of the Earth, uh, a little bit of weightlessness. And it's about a five five hour experience or so to get up there, and wait, wait. they they will begin launching I think within a year. So this is, I mean, is it
1: this? Do we call this a hot air balloon
5: No. Is it is, but not your, not our mother and father's hot air balloons. I mean, this is uh, completely state of the art. Worldview was the company that did the the just set the world record for the longest. Um, so uh, a parabolic drop uh kind of a parachutist drop, if you will, where they went up hundred and twenty five thousand feet uh into the stratosphere and um but what what power is to get it up there
1: what power is it
5: uh it, it's it's hydrogen as well okay. you know it's the uh kind of kind of typical but the the fibers that they're using uh and the way that the capsule's guided down is a little more uh high tech than that.
1: I, I would, I would hope so. That's quite high for a balloon.
5: It is, it is, and they they're doing a lot of quite a bit of testing out there in the, the Arizona desert, and they're um, and they're also doing other type of payloads as well, um, more uh, atmospheric research and weather sort of uh, research that they're doing. So they're, um, I think they're on target, and, and I think the the third one would be Blue Origin, who uh, is Jeff Bezos' company.
1: Uh-huh. Let's, let's talk about that in just a moment. Let me just, if you've just tuned in, I'm talking with Eric Stallmeyer. He's Stahlmer, excuse me. He's the president of Commercial Space Flight Federation, which is a assemblage of companies who are concerned with space flights. And we're talking about when the first commercial space flight, where you and I might be able to buy a ticket and go up above the Earth's atmosphere. All right, so we have two entrants. We've got Branson's people. Uh, we've got uh, the balloon that's going to go straight up and I presume straight down. And you were about to say Jeff Bezos' company? He of Amazon?
5: So Jeff, Jeff Bezos of Amazon has a company called Blue Origin, and they have been a very cutting-edge company developing uh, arguably the first reusable launch vehicle that goes up and then lands. And you know, we have seen SpaceX do it as well, SpaceX from an orbital perspective. They've been focusing on suborbital as of recent. And their goal with that suborbital vehicle, the, the new Shepard, is to bring... It's a capsule-like vehicle And that will bring up six passengers at a time. Okay. And uh, and a crew member.
1: And where is our friend, uh, the man who brought us the Tesla and SpaceX, uh, uh, Mr. Musk?
5: So he has been focusing primarily on the the payload side of the house. But just this week, um, he announced his, his bolder vision for Mars, where he plans to bring uh, you know, start co- colonizing Mars in 2022, 2024 timetable. Uh, and then I th- he also announced more of a, um, hypersonic travel, you know, for, di- you know, distances, uh, global, you know, terrestrial distances doing within 30 minutes to an hour. But that's, I think a lot further down the road than what we're talking about in, in near term.
1: Is there, is there a race for this, or am I trivializing this? I mean, are, is, is it just like, you know, sort of like Uber and Lyft, like the first company to get into this will capture the market? I can't imagine that.
5: Not necessarily. I think, uh, I, I think you know, being second is not a bad place to be. I, mm-hmm. I think there's you, know, you have three entirely different options with uh, a, space, a spaceship, a capsule, and the, the balloon um, carriage experience. So it's it's three different uh, approaches, and you know, both all three have got a tremendous amount of support behind it, and they're they're getting closer and closer. And I'd say eighteen months. I think that may I might be um, being very conservative with that.
1: Really, eighteen months—that's very soon. I'm sort of liking that balloon option. It sounds very tranquil, just sort of floating up and floating it back is. down.
5: I, I did the virtual reality experience of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, which uh, is where I'm ready for right now, right. Um, and it was fantastic. <laughs> it was fantastic to to see the the entire view of what you'll be seeing. You know, looking out into space, but also looking at the Earth from a whole different perspective. And when, I think when you see that that curvature of the earth,
1: I think it's quite inspirational. Sounds terrific. Eric Stalmer, President of the Commercial Space Flight Federation. You can find out more information at CommercialSpaceFlight.org. Thanks so much, Eric. Stick around. We'll be right back. We're going to continue the topic of this conversation with Jerry Clausing. Don't go away.
0: Rudy, Max's world with the Carries Phone lines are open 24-7 at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at RudyMaxa.com. We're back after these messages.
4: Travel Pro luggage is what we use, and it's the best. Rudy likes the Max Light 4, their lightest collection, with carry-ons weighing just under 6 pounds. Robert and I travel with Travel Pro's Platinum Magna 2 Series that contains the patented MagnaTrack wheel system, power scope handle, and contour grip spinners. Even their Crew series is outstanding. Travel Pro is the choice of flight crews and frequent travelers, so get yours at Macy's, Amazon, eBags, and top luggage specialty retailers. You can also visit TravelPro.com or RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors. Yeah.
0: are always open at 800-387-8025 and stay connected with the program at rudymaxa.com welcome back to rudy maxa's world with the Carries.
1: and this portion of the program is sponsored by lifelock by now you've heard about the equifax breach and how it impacted approximately what a number 143 million people But do you realize that these hackers made off with the information that identity thieves desire most to impersonate you? Names, social security numbers, birth dates, addresses. This information can be used to open credit cards, loans, apply for a mortgage in your name, or even steal retirement funds. Now is the time to get protection. And it's why Robert, Mary, and I encourage you to sign up for LifeLock today. So you avoid getting stuck with all the bad credit or left holding the bag from an ident theft hack. I guess what they call it in the industry. What we like about LifeLock is they use proprietary technology to detect a wide range of identity threats, and they'll alert you if your information is being used. And if there's a problem, a U.S.-based identity restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but join today and you'll save 10% off your LifeLock membership. Call 1-800-LifeLock or go to LifeLock.com. Use that Promo code MyFirstNameRudy to save 10% today. You can also find a direct link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. We're continuing our conversation about space travel. Uh, We just spoke with Eric Stalmer, the president of Commercial Space Life Federation, who gave us sort of an overview of the companies involved in this uh, project. I wanted to get a little more specific with my next guest, Jerry Clausing. She's a former Associated Press New Mexico correspondent. She now covers luxury travel for the uh, travel industry trade uh, Bible Travel Weekly. Um, but she was head of the AP offices in uh, New Mexico from, for three years. She covered spaceport issues in depth. Uh, Jerry, is it simply a uh, by chance that you live in New Mexico where a lot of this action is happening, <laughs> or were you posted there because this action was happening? Oh,
6: it was simply by chance, yes. Um, we moved down here um, in 20, 2011.
1: So. And where is down here in New Mexico?
6: Oh, Albuquerque, sorry. In,
1: oh, you're in I, Albuquerque. I
6: live in Albuquerque, yes. We're about two and a half hours from the spaceport.
1: Okay. Now, remind me, which, who's, who's behind Spaceport? Is that Branson?
6: Spaceport, yeah. Spaceport was built by the state for Richard Branson's Virgin Galactic. Um, it was under Governor Bill Richardson uh, that they developed this plan to uh, build the Spaceport for, for Richard Branson's uh, space venture.
1: And is that considered generally by voters and politicians and folks in New Mexico as a wise expenditure by the state?
6: Not really at this point. I mean, it, it's been a long, it's been a long time coming. It was the original estimates were for space flight to begin about 2011 or 2012, and it was a quarter billion dollar investment by the state. So there is a lot of skepticism um, in New Mexico right now because of all the delays and skepticism about whether it will really reach its full potential. Because I think the original plan or the hope was to attract. More space companies than than Virgin Galactic. Um, they do, do some rock, They do have some companies down there doing rocket testing, and whatnot. But um, yes, there's there's a lot of uh, you know getting a little impatient, shall I say?
1: <laughs> well, now y- y- I know you know Eric Stallmer, You've interviewed him from, from uh, yep. Commercial Spaceflight Federation. He is now predicting eighteen months away for uh, man- for commercial space flights. In other words, where people can actually right. buy a ticket and go up. And I think he thinks Branson's leading the pack. What is your outlook on that?
6: Yeah, you know, as long as I don't have any more problems, but, uh, you know, I I agree with um, Eric. Uh, Branson has said that he hopes to have the the first flight up sometime next year. And if they're, you know, as long as their testing continues on schedule, I think that's probably a possibility. But um, Branson has always been very optimistic about this um, every year. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> these guys, you know, these guys, the Richard
1: Bransons of the world, the Jeff be- Bezos, the uh, right. Elon Musks of the world, they are I guess you've got to be an optimist to think this big.
6: Right. And I think, you know, um, you know, the, orig- the whole commercial space industry, I think, was overly optimistic when things started really heating up around 2010, 2000, you know, in the late, or maybe 2008, whenever it was. The whole industry, I think, was overly optimistic about um, getting, getting not just uh, space tourism but other commercial space operations going. And I think the um, the combination of the the great recession, um, different things, all kind of played a role in some of these delays as well.
1: Can can I visit the spaceport? Can anybody just drive yeah. up and walk around the terminal and check out
6: stuff? Well, you used it's. I'm not to be honest. I'm not sure where they stand right now. They did have. They had a problem with a contract for the tour operator that you could take a little bus tour from Truth or Consequences, which is a, a funky little town um, right. that hopes to benefit at some point from this. But they were—they did have a, a lapse right. in the contract there. Um, they do have a visitor experience that's great for kids where you can go in like a little simulator um, of weightlessness, things like that. Um, mm. But if, if you can't do it at this moment, I think within the next couple months that will all be reopened again.
1: All right jerry well if if Richard Branson and his medal is about to go skyward with folks in it, we're going to be talking <laughs> to you again okay. Have you bought a ticket on it?
6: I have not. I think I would prefer to go on the world view balloon float <laughs> the, that was
1: that was my feeling as well. Just a little drift up and a drift down. It sounds nice
6: yeah. You well, can have a mimosa while you're hanging out, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, they are going to have a bar. They say they're going to have a bar in that space yes, balloon. Yes,
6: yes, because it's going to be like, a. I think, a two hours. Oh, I <laughs> forget exactly how long. But anyway, a little longer than that, that fast rocket. Uh, right. There may be a lot of space.
1: people belling up to that bar when they get above the That's atmosphere. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Clausing is a former AP reporter. She keeps an eye on spaceport issues because she lives nearby in Mexico, and she also covers luxury travel for Travel Weekly. Jerry, hey, thanks for dropping in. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Take care. All right. TripAdvisor says Stowe, Vermont's a place to be to look at leaves. We're going to talk to our correspondent who lives in Stowe, Vermont, Rob Keener, right after this break. Stay with me. You're in Rudy Max's World with the Carries. I'm glad you are.
0: Join Rudy Max's World with the Carries by calling 800-387-8025.
7: Access the show anytime at
0: RudyMaxa.com. We'll be right back.
7: Why have over 3 million guys switched to Harry's razors? Because at Harry's, we give you less. We make just one razor with five German engineered blades. Ding! All you need for a smooth and comfortable shave. Ah. And we got rid of upcharges. <laughs> By owning the factory and cutting out the middleman, we're able to sell our high quality blades for half the price of the other guys. Now we're dropping the half-price sound effects guy. Oh Wait, why? Not everyone can give you high quality for a fraction of the price. Harry's, one perfect razor, none of the extra noise. As a special offer for radio listeners, get an $18 shave set with an added bonus for free when you visit harrys.com and use code 2525 at checkout. Just cover a few bucks for shipping. That's harrys.com, code 2525 for a free shave set offer. Again, it's harrys.com, code 2525. Please note, no sound effects, guys, were harmed in the making of this radio recording.
0: Welcome to A Dash of Salt, where we debunk myths and shake up what you think you know about salt. Myth number one
6: comes from Katie P. Um, salt is bad for everyone on the planet, and no one even needs that, because, like, I read that on a blog.
0: Okay, let's shake it up. Here's the truth. Everyone needs salt. Like we need water, salt is essential to human life. It can help keep our muscles strong and brain running smoothly. In fact, it's actually one of the nutrients that makes every cell in your body function. And that's pretty important, right, Katie? Um, I guess... things better with a little salt find out more at alittlesalt.org
8: you're listening to love advice with leanne caller you're on the air
6: uh hi leanne long time listener first time caller (laughs) why in your professional opinion do you never take my calls off the air
8: is this carl
6: yep it's carl i mean we had a few dates everything
4: was great i thought uh
8: well you know when you switch to geico you could save a lot of money on car insurance
4: okay awesome you
8: should call them i will
7: geico because saving 15 percent or more on car insurance is always a great answer
8: allergy
1: sufferers are hearing a lot of numbers these days about symptoms and relief but the number sufferers want most is zero as in zero nasal allergy symptoms and nothing gets you closer to zero than Nasacort, because unlike antihistamines that stop only one cause of your allergy
5: symptoms Nasacort stops more and stopping more gets you closer to zero For 24-hour relief of your worst nasal allergy symptoms, including congestion,
1: choose Nasacord. It stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed.
4: Do you think identity theft is only when someone adds charges to your credit card? It's actually when someone pretends to be you to open new accounts in your name. LifeLock can help. They use proprietary technology to alert you to a range of identity threats. If you have a problem, they have a team of U.S.-based specialists who will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, Membership starts at 9.99 a month plus applicable taxes. Go to lifelock.com, use promo code RUDY and get 10% off or visit rudymaxa.com under sponsors. Hey.
6: Get out.
0: participate in the program, call anytime at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Once again, you're in Rudy Maxa's world with the Carries.
1: Where this portion of the program is sponsored by ReliefFactor.com. If you're a regular listener, then you've heard Robert Mary and me talk about this outstanding product. Robert, Mary, and I talk about this outstanding product for several years now. If you've got pain or chronic inflammation, you really need to try Relief Factor because you'll get all the pain relief benefits without the negative side effects of ibuprofen. And it's so easy. You just go to relieffactor.com. You can order your three-week trial pack for just $19.95. Stop popping those popular over-the-counter painkillers as you may be harming your body. Instead, get Relief Factor. Here's an email from Jennifer in Elmira, New York. Quote, I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try as I suffer from arthritis, sore muscles, and tendons. I felt much older than my 55 years. I'm a very active person, but hurt just getting out of bed. Exercise became painful. I ordered the Quick Start back and felt relief with about, within about 36 to 48 hours. I'm so grateful. I finally listened and got Relief Factor. Thank you, unquote. You're welcome. Folks, Relief Factor is, an all, na- is all natural, contains just four ingredients. You can now get a three-week supply just to try it out. For only nineteen ninety five. If you suffer from aches, pains, or inflammation, check out ReliefFactor.com today and get pain free. To learn more about Relief Factor to get your nineteen ninety-five quick start back, visit ReliefFactor.com or you can find a direct link at rmworldtravel.com by looking under sponsors. So as I mentioned, a TripAdvisor named Stowe Vermont is the best place in the entire United States and all of New England to do leaf peeping. And fortunately, we have a correspondent base there for just that reason. Uh, We only talked about once a year because he's our leaf guy, Rob Keener, who's actually a journalist who writes for the International Editions of Reader's Digest, among many other magazines, and is an old friend of mine. Rob, welcome to the show. What do you see out your window? Is it fall there
9: I see almost peak time in Vermont for leaf foliage. Really? Well, I think it's a bit early this year, but you've got another week or so. That's the time to come to Vermont.
1: It's gorgeous. Hmm. Hmm. And can you, I mean... You know, I know you live a little out of Stowe, because I've been to your house for dinner, um, but can you sense more people coming during this time?
9: Oh, definitely. In fact, yesterday I was driving home, and people were stopped by the side of the road. And usually that means up here there's in trouble. So I, I invariably stopped and said, are you okay? They said, we're here looking at the leaves. And I thought, oh, of course, the leaf peepers are here.
1: Ah, right. And do they just stop and stare? Are they all taking pictures? Or?
9: Well, they're all taking pictures and actually talking and asking me questions about the leaves, which I love because I don't know much about it. I just make things up, basically.
1: <laughs> what kind well, of I'm, questions do they ask I'm you?
9: I'm kidding, of course. Well, what, what's peak time? That's the big one in town. They walk into the tourist bureau in Stowe and say, what time is peak? And with a bit of irony, the clerk says that's uh, October 8th, about 9 p.m.,
3: <laughs> but
9: but then the tour buses are here too, so it's really booming now. It's just full of people coming up to see this incredible show. Like you said, Tripadvisor named Stowe number one in the United States for foliage destination.
1: And Tripadvisor carries a lot of weight. I mean, it's it's huge.
9: That's right. That's why I think that the crowds are really coming. But there's and, still room for everybody. You know, I think it... I think part of it is Vermont itself. Obviously, seventy six percent of the state is forested. That's more than any other any other state in the United States, and there's more.
1: Right, are you just making rate. that up, or is that right?
9: No, that <laughs> that's a fact.
1: <laughs> that's a fact. Okay.
9: <laughs> another fact is um, three quarters of that is sugar maples, which is another number one in the states. And as you know, those are the leaves that really pop.
1: No, I, I didn't know that, but I presume you're telling me telling me the truth. <laughs> uh, um, and and I presume this, the city businesses appreciate all this.
9: Oh, they do. The hotels are full. The restaurants are full. Uh, everything's packed. And um, the drivers are driving pretty horribly, basically. But, uh, no, it's great to have the people here because Stowe is such a gorgeous place and business is doing well. Um, like I said, I think, I think it's another week or two before peak, so people still have time to come up here and take a is, look.
1: Is there... Uh... Um, can there be a bad fall in Vermont? For- well,
9: that's, 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 a, that's a very good question. Yeah, there can be mediocre falls because, for example, last year there were a lot of caterpillars on the trees and a lot of rain, which which um, impedes the the whole chlorophyll, which I won't get into with the chlorophyll program. So that means <laughs> muted colors. So this <laughs> year is supposed to be great because what we have this year are... Um, Sunny days and cool, crisp nights, uh, and that says we should have a great season and no uh, caterpillars
1: so well uh ladies and gentlemen we s- we spend a lot of money to keep Rob Keener and Stowe all year for this one spot during leaf peeping season, and I think it's worth it yeah well,
9: well it's a rugged assignment, but im I'm, I'm coping Rudy,
1: <laughs> hey, Rob, thanks very much for uh for an on the scene uh uh, is it, I, I gather there's fewer people during the week than during weekends. It's That's nonsense. right. Weekends
9: are packed. I should also say quickly, I found a place on the internet. That, well, if you can't get here, you can buy leaves, which they will <laughs> ship to you three for 19.99. So I won't give them a plug, but someone can look for them.
1: All right. Thanks. Rob Keener is a journalist. Writes for the International Editions of Reader's Digest, and he lives in Stowe, Vermont. Stick around. Carries are coming back to ask if you might have a wanderlust gene. Yes, one exists.
0: connect with the program, call 800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rudymaxa.com. Welcome back to America's
3: number one
0: travel radio show.
3: Welcome back for Segment 5, everyone. Robert and Mary jumping aboard the RM World Travel Express while we're technically taking the week off to travel and celebrate our wedding anniversary. But thanks to the power of the pre-recorded segment in advance, we're able to tell you that today's show is sponsored by Masterbuilt.
4: We are. It's no secret that football season and delicious smoked foods go hand in hand. So whether you're tailgating at the big game or homegating in your backyard, you can cheer on your team while the Masterbuilt smoker does all the work. From fully featured digital electric smokers to portable propane versions you will love how simple it is to share the goodness of slow smoked foods with your family and friends just visit masterbuilt.com for all their top retailers quick tips and recipes or check out rmworldtravel.com under sponsors
3: all right so you know there are certainly many people out there who would give it all up to travel and if you're a regular listener then you know firsthand that we've had some of these folks on the show sharing their adventures Given the right opportunity, they sell their home and their belongings, and they just hit the road. But we live in an interesting world, and others are content to rarely venture beyond their hometowns, while there are still others who fall somewhere in between. Kate Sukel's book, The Science of Courage, Caution, and Chance, seeks to understand whether risk-takers are born or made, and how this applies to many things, including travel. Ever hear of the wanderlust gene? Is there real science behind it? Well, let's find out as Kate's here to discuss her findings on the subject.
4: Hi, Kate. Welcome to Rudy Max's World with the Carries. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Yeah, it's great to have you here. So, Kate, let's get right into it. How about those travelers who sell it all, pack up a few things, and take off? Are they crazy? (laughs) It would be easy to call them
8: crazy, but (laughs) it may just be that they're wired a little bit differently. Um, Certainly, each of us, you know, our brains are different. They're a product of both our genes and our environments. And so they run on slightly different algorithms. So what seems nuts to you may be perfectly sensible to that person who yeah. just I've sold everything and decided to backpack in Malaysia.
3: I love that. I think that's great. <laughs> right. So let's, let's dig into this wanderlust gene a little bit. You know, what are some of the things that you found in researching it? And do you believe there's really such a thing as the gene that could affect our drive to travel?
8: So uh, this is called the DRD4 gene. And you have to remember, we call it the one in some people call it the warrior gene, some people call it uh, the risk gene, but what it does is it codes for a little protein, but it's an important protein. It's a receptor that's on cells in your brain that soaks up a particular chemical that can make you weigh risk and reward a little bit differently. It can make you appreciate novelty a little bit differently, and certainly people who have a particular variant of this gene, they have been shown in association studies to be more likely to have more sexual partners, to be more likely to take risks, to be more likely to gamble. They're even more likely to place high bets in bridge. I don't know who thought of that study and thought to look <laughs> at, you know, people okay. in the nursing home playing bridge, All but right. they did.
3: Well, there's a study for
8: everything, Kate. There is. Um, but I think the most important thing to think, this isn't deterministic, it doesn't mean if you have this variant, you're you're automatically, you know... Uh, basically a prisoner to your to your fate that you'll be traveling the world forever but I think it makes it more likely that you see something as rewarding um, over risky and I think that's important what it does we talked about that algorithm that's running in your brain it's something that changes the algorithm. It changes the way that you weight the variables and how you make decisions of how to proceed. And that's whether you're deciding to have that one-night stand or whether you're going to make that big bid in bridge or, or whether you are going to you know, <laughs>
3: well, There's a lot job, of variation example. there between the two, but interesting. Mm-hmm.
4: Kate, I'm curious. So we're talking about genetics and biology, but I think environment plays a role as well. What do you think about uh, the combo of the two playing a role based on our experiences and our approach to travel?
8: Absolutely. Uh, so I will tell you that I actually got tested for the DRD4 gene, and the researchers who looked at it, they you know, it was funny after conversations and when I heard my background, they're like, oh, yeah, you absolutely have it. I do not, and yet I spent wow. most of my 20s and 30s traveling around And then even after I had a baby, I traveled all over Africa and the Middle East by myself with a baby. And so they were floored. So, again, this is not determinism. Biology is not destiny. Um, And so experience really plays a role. And I think for me, because my parents traveled so much and they drugged me along all over Europe and Asia when I was little, it didn't seem like such a risk to me as it does for other people. So there really is a complex interplay of both the genetics, and, of course, your, your environment. It's always. fascinating. You know, fascinating. I, know, I
3: know you mentioned that you just uh, that you had the test, and I know that you have kids and you do specialize you know, in some family travel as well. Uh, did you test your kids? Do they have it?
8: I have not tested my kids. But it's funny, you know, it, 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 you talk about that interplay of experience. You know, my one kid, my son, was totally a risk taker, would throw himself into anything, and then he broke his ankle. And he's actually become quite uh, more subdued since then because he knows what the consequences are. So I think sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, that environmental push, that, um, you know, that little bit of experience can, can really change the way that you, you know, sort of, sort of calculate out the risk. Of decision- and
3: we're going to have uh, to leave it there. Uh, mm-hmm. We certainly, the Wanderlust gene, interesting conversation. Appreciate that. Kate, listen, happy travels.
8: Thanks so much.
4: I appreciate you having me.
3: All right, the Wanderlust gene. I actually want to have Rudy tested for that, Mary. Want I'd to have like to test get
4: tested. I'd like to say, fascinating topic. Well,
3: Mary, it's certainly a breeze when we're just doing, you know, one segment of the hour. It sure is. So Rudy's yeah. had to do the heavy lifting. He's going to do it again next hour, too. So he can handle it. That's going to do it for hour one of the show today, folks. And for some of you, that means that today's edition of our RM World Travel Connection is coming to a close. But thankfully for about 98, 99% of you, there's still another hour to go. After these messages, Rudy's going to kick off hour two with some travel news, and it's back to anything and everything travel.